Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. And today we continue our study of the Divine Liturgy. And we come to a point in the liturgy that for our modern ears is difficult to listen to. It feels very uncomfortable because, especially as Americans, we like to think of ourselves as very inclusive and very tolerant of all kinds of different peoples. And yet, at this point in the liturgy, we hear the deacon or the priest cry out, those who were catechumens depart, catechumens depart, all those who are catechumens depart, let none of the catechumens remain. This is difficult for us to sort of stomach, but there is a purpose to this. Even to us in the 21st century where we no longer have this, these formalized catechumens, this, this group of people who are interested in coming into the church, that are being catechized, that are going through formal training. And it is to remember that what we are about to do, and again, we have transitioned away from the liturgy of the Word and are now entering into the liturgy of the Eucharist. And what we are about to do is not something to be taken lightly. It is not something that is done by just anybody. St. Dionysius, the Arapagite describes the catechumens as embryos carried in the womb of the Mother Church. Through catechism, they are fashioned and take shape and progress towards their divine birth, that is, to baptism. And at this point in the liturgy, the Church allows the catechumens to hear the sacred words of the Psalms and the divine reading of the Holy Scriptures, but she does not invite them to the sacred rites and contemplation of the holy mysteries that follow. And the reason is out of love. If we think about being a parent and being a parent with a small child, and we think about our homes and all of the things that in our homes that pose dangers to a toddler who is just beginning to walk or crawl, the things that they can get into. Uh, think about a kitchen that has a pot of boiling water or a kitchen that has a, an oven warming up to be able to bake bread. These are places that you do not want a small child to be because they could burn themselves. They can get harmed by what is around them. And we have to think about this portion of the divine liturgy in that same way that this is the job of adults this is a job of people who are no longer fed milk but are fed full food and we see this and what happens when someone tries to eat too much in today's gospel reading because we see a rich man approaching christ wanting to be a part of this divine work that Christ is undertaking. And he understands the scriptures. He understands the law. 
You know, Christ quizzes him and goes through all of the various commandments. And he says, I do those things. But Christ understands that he's still a child. And so he says, you need to do something even more. You need to understand who I am and how important I am. And in order to do that, you need to sell all that you have, give it to the poor, and follow me. And of course, someone who understood Christ as God, someone who understood the fullness of who Christ is, could hear that command and follow it. But he was still a child. And so therefore, he was saddened because in his childhood, he still valued all of the various things in his life that he had bought with his riches. And so Christ warns us that it is difficult to enter the kingdom if you are rich, if you are still a child. It is so difficult that he equates it with trying to fit a camel through the eye of a needle. And therefore, we as the faithful implore God for help. Because, as Christ says, nothing is impossible for God. And the other thing that we need to realize when we say catechumens depart, let none of the catechumens remain, is listen to the first prayer that we say after the catechumens have metaphorically left. We give thanks to you, O Lord God of hosts, who has made us worthy to stand even now before your holy altar of sacrifice and to fall down before you, seeking your compassion for our sins and those committed in ignorance by the people. Think about that. We are asking for help from God, not only so that we might be able to put a camel through the eye of the needle, But we are also praying for the catechumens. We are also praying for all those who have sinned against God. We we are praying for all those who are actively working against God and His church because they do not know who He is. They are ignorant and they have committed their sins in ignorance. And here we are praying for them. Accept, O God, our supplication. Make us worthy to offer you prayers, supplications, and bloodless sacrifices for all your people. We're not here just for us. We are here to make those sacrifices for those catechumens who have just left. We are here to make those supplications and these sacrifices for everyone, even those who hate us and seek to destroy us. By the power of your Holy Spirit, make us, whom you have appointed to this, your ministry, free of blame or stumbling, and with the witness of a clear conscience, able to call upon you at every time and in every place, so that hearing us, you may be merciful to us in the abundance of your goodness. It is through the Holy Spirit that all of these things are made possible, that we can stand before the altar of God and ask for the mercies for everyone. And of course, nothing is impossible with God. So with the Holy Spirit making these supplications, it is possible that even those who hate us and seek to destroy us may see the mercies of God. And in the second prayer that we say after dismissing the catechumens, we say, again, in countless times we fall down before you, 
And we implore you, O good one who loves mankind, that you, having regarded our prayer, may cleanse our souls and bodies of every defilement of flesh and spirit and grant to us to stand before your holy altar of sacrifice, free of guilt and condemnation. We can't do that on our own. We sin all of the time in thought, word, and deed. There is no way that we could cleanse ourselves of sin so that with boldness we could stand before the altar of God. It is only through the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness of God that this can happen. The catechumens are not in a place to be able to understand that yet. Grant also, O God, to those who pray with us progress in life, faith, and spiritual understanding. Grant that they always worship you with awe and love and partake of your holy mysteries without guilt or condemnation and be deemed worthy of your celestial kingdom. Okay, this is the blueprint for what we're about to do. We are here to partake of the body and blood of Christ. We are here to enter into the celestial kingdom. Again, these are things the catechumens are not yet ready for because what happens from here on in is difficult for the human mind to comprehend. And without the help of the Holy Spirit, without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, what happens here looks strange and doesn't make any sense. One of the reasons that the Roman Empire so aggressively persecuted the church was because when they heard body and blood, they assumed that Christians were cannibals. So it's very easy to misunderstand and be led astray about what happens here unless you have been given the Holy Spirit. And this is why, even metaphorically, we tell the catechumens to leave to remind ourselves of the magnitude of what we do here. We pray for the whole world, and we stand here in place of all those who cannot stand here, either because physically they cannot be here, or through their own ignorance or willful denial. We won't stand here, and we pray for them and we approach the altar of God for them, and we partake of the body and blood of Christ for them. Again, it's difficult to understand, which is why we remind ourselves every time we do this of the import of the divine liturgy and why a liturgy somewhere in the world is done every single day so that the world may benefit from one of us somewhere standing before the altar of God for the rest of us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.